Welcome back. It's the I'm Just Talking podcast. It is now season three. And I I can't believe that it's season three. And I had a really good end to season two. Um, remember, this is the unscripted, unedited, opinion-based variety podcast. Um, I'm considering branching off and trying to do two per week. Um, one maybe more sports-related. Uh, sports entertainment even. Um, but I'm having a little bit of trouble getting things done with this one. So remember, guys, we are on Apple, Anchor, Amazon, Google, Overcast, CastBox, Podcast Radio Public. I left Spotify for last um, because while we have this silly ad that you listen to all the time, and silly only because I wasn't very good at this at the beginning. Um, they're going to take that ad away if we don't get um, 100 followers on Spotify. Um, so I don't know how anybody that listens on Spotify can help me with that, but we'd love to get to 100 Spotify followers so that I can continue to earn a little bit of money. Um, about I'm at like only $15. So I earned like $7.50 a year. But uh, thank you to everybody that's listening. I do have one new Spotify follower out there. Thank you, who, wherever and whoever you are. Um, thanks to, I mean, I got like, the end of last month was like 200 and something listens, and that's great. It's my best month ever. And really, really, really appreciate y'all. Uh, I'd love to tell you I had some um, noteworthy, newsworthy subject this week. Um, I don't, but... In the spirit of this podcast, we're talking about how things sort of impact my week, impact my life, spark my train of thought. Um, there's a lot of shit going around, you know, like, and I missed the opportunity twice to talk about um, Mr. Stupid-Ass Brett Favre and his whole welfare thing, and now he's suing people, and and, and I guess it's it's somewhat not a thing. Um, but like, like stuff like that, um, newsworthy would be, you know, the, the quote unquote COVID leak. Um, I say quote unquote, because the fact that some agencies are saying it and then people are latching onto it, you know, there, there's just all this stupid political shit surrounding COVID. Um, California decides to, uh, end the state of emergency for COVID. And I just realized my mic is not on. I may have to uh, play that back and see how it, it sounds, but um, usually I can capture sound regardless, but, you know, we'll see, I suppose. Um, so we are um, now three minutes plus seconds before I realized that I didn't turn on the the interface, but anyway, um, I've been traveling a lot for work. Part of the reason why it's a little bit harder for me to get episodes in because I'm, I'm even though the interface is very small, I'm not going to carry that. I'm not going to carry my laptop. I'm not going to use my work laptop. 
Uh, I considered about bring, I considered bringing my new um, tablet. It was in an Airbnb, so I had some privacy from my coworkers and whatever. But I just didn't do it. Plus, I had mentioned I was going to take a couple weeks off, which I did last year too. So I I was I was I flew home on a Sunday, uh, which was really irrelevant um, last week. Um, and something interesting happened to me on the airplane. First things first was, is I thought there was going to be a fight with, because we, I flew out from Phoenix, the Phoenix area, Scottsdale. So where I was at, I flew out from Sky Harbor. And that's where a lot of the West Coast teams do their spring training. You know, people were wearing their Dodger gear and whatever. One lady and her family come up and they're in Giants gear. And the guy behind me must have been drunk. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's what we need to see. You know, Giants gear, fuck the Dodgers and all this stuff. And then the Dodger fans started talking and he's like, yeah, fuck around and find out kind of thing. Yeah, and this is a fuck around and find out. Yeah, you want to go? And I'm like, guys, we're just getting on an airplane. Like, hope they don't sit together kind of thing. Because we were all, we were like, the if you fly Southwest, we were like the B boarding group. Then he's like hitting me and shit and like, you know, like all up in my space and shit. And and I generally don't care about that. And, you know, I'm pretty easygoing. It's, it's a tight plane and shit, but he was already a shit talker. And I'm like, I don't want to fuck with this dude, right? So to begin with, I'm fucking tired. I had gotten up at 3 o'clock that morning or 3.30. Uh, you know, old man shit had to pee. And I just didn't, I just didn't want to fuck with people by that point. And... It's only a two-hour flight, but I was dead set on sleep. So I get towards the back of the plane. There's a place to put my bag. Real nice lady sitting on the, on the aisle. And I'm like, I guess I'll take right here. And she's like, cool. I get on the window seat. I'm pretty happy. We get the last row of people and this big guy. He's not huge like fat, but he's tall. He's well over six foot tall, wide-shouldered. And she was kind of a bigger woman. And he's like, hey, can I sit there? You know, and she's like, yeah, I guess. You know, and I, I I just tune out, put my neck, my little neck pillow on, and I start trying to sleep. He he starts talking to her. And normally I'm really outgoing and I'm really, you know, talkative on the plane. I still wear a mask on the plane, even though now I've had COVID and whatever. But, you know, I'm always worried that I'm going to catch some shit on the plane, that little ass, you know. Um, tube you're in, you know? So I put, you know, I have my mask on. They don't, not, and that's not the part of the story, but I'm just kind of not approachable at that point. Like I got a mask on. I'm like leaning, trying to get comfortable so I could sleep. And uh, he makes a comment about her shirt, starts showing her pictures. Tells, you know, he's, he's, and I'm not even in the conversation, but this is the conversation I hear. So, he starts talking to her about his kids and whatever. And this is where I want to go. So if you paused right there, it would seem like, why are we talking about this? You ever been on an airplane and you start talking to somebody and it indirectly becomes like, sort of like this temporary bond or in this feeling that, you know, you could tell this person anything. Um, and my last thing like that was this, I, this older man after my mom got sick and I, and I was flying with this older guy next to me. And this was like right in the heart of COVID too. And we're sitting there chatting it up and it was like, we knew each other forever. Well, this guy and this woman 
have this conversation. So are you married comes up or something of that nature. And he's like, well, my wife died in a train accident. And, and my like heart sank. Like I was listening, but I wasn't participating. So at first I didn't really believe it. I'm like, wow, that's fucking so tragic. Like never knew anybody. And I could see his phone and he was showing her and she was a very attractive woman. And they they start talking, I start dozing off. But like kind of as I'm dozing off, I'm thinking like this like poor dude, like he's got two kids, two small kids. His wife died. Um, he this was the first time he was away in like six months. And he's telling her like little details about the, you know, about <clears throat> where he's going and who, you know, what he was doing and things about his wife and you know, they're talking about how he was taking taking time off work and I purposely didn't participate. But he said enough in those conversations to where it got me thinking like this guy gets on an airplane anxious to get home and just opens up to a total stranger. And she was such a nice lady and she was so like compassionate and she knew what questions to ask and she knew how to kind of weave her life into his and her husband had died. I guess he had cancer or something. And they, they just, I feel like they talked the whole two hours. And I thought about how good this woman navigated a very tough situation. But I also thought about how he was strong enough to where when she asked, are you married? Is that your wife? He was able to basically just let it all out and open up and talk to her. And I'm, and you know, you could tell at times he was sad and whatever, but like he didn't shy away from the conversation. He didn't, he didn't sugarcoat it. Like it's his new reality. And, you know, they started sort of comparing notes, I guess. So I woke up with about, I don't know, 25, nah, maybe like 40 minutes left in the flight. And they start talking and whatever again. And, you know, they're comparing notes. Like he's kind of wondering if her situation was better because he was sick and she kind of got to prepare herself or, you know, if his was better because it's, it's not something you see coming and you can't really control it. It just kind of happened. So the, towards the end, he, he's telling her how, hey, this is my name. You know, feel free to look me up on Instagram, whatever. So I looked him up on Instagram. I'm not going to say his name. But his wife died in a, uh, she got hit by a train. So when I thought train accident, I thought like she was on a train that derailed and she died. She had the, the, the baby of their, their son was with her. And he, he survived. He had like, he broke his legs and whatever. And she died. And he, he was obviously deeply in love with her. They had like, they took their kids separately and they did like a daddy daughter date and a mom and son date or whatever. And she was like a half an hour late to where they were supposed to meet or whatever it was, or where, coming home, wherever she was going. And he knew something was wrong and instinctive he 
was able to trace her steps and whatever and realize where she was. And he got there, the accident scene, the whole night. And he was able to um, get to the hospital and whatever. And he was just telling all these details of this woman and she asked the right questions. She let him talk. She never once interrupted that I heard. And it's just, it got me thinking and I said to myself, you never know when you're going to get a good therapy session. And I am almost certain, and the only reason I'm not is I haven't taught, I don't know the guy. And I didn't participate really. And I talked to him, but I'll tell you about that in a minute. So I feel like that conversation, you know, whatever it was, two hours, hour, 45 minutes, hour, 15 minutes, whatever it was that they talked about, like his particular situation and he needed that. And it sounds like he's one of those people that will, will tell anybody and will answer questions because I think it helped him a ton. And he was thanking her repeatedly, like, thanks for the talk. Like, I really appreciate it. I hope, you, you know, apologizing sometimes to her even like, you know, sorry, I feel like I was a downer. And, you know, she's like, no, 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 absolutely, you know. And um, it's just amazing how we, as a society, you know, or you know, as a as a country, are finding so many reasons to be divided and so many reasons to be shitty to each other. But sometimes it's just a fucking stranger on an airplane who you connect with, or, you know, maybe it's not always tragic, but in this case, it was fucking tragic. Like I said, I read the story. It was fucking tragic. And, you know, this guy is fortunate enough to where the community, which is not far from where I live, by the way, but they they rallied. He got enough money there. And, I, and it sounds like he has a stake in some, some uh, businesses and stuff. He's able to, like, take a couple of years off, fight the case, um, be with his children, and, and hopefully rebuild his life. I don't imagine, and I would hope to never know personally that you get over things like this, but he was just so awesome in with his emotions. Um, she was so awesome in taking those emotions and guiding that conversation to where he got a lot off of his chest, I think, in that hour, hour and a half. His flight, had, he had missed the flight. He was only coming from, like, Southern California. But he missed, he missed, or the flight got canceled or some shit. And he got, got and he got diverted to, he was either going to get to Vegas or come through Phoenix. And he would get home faster by coming home to Phoenix, coming through Phoenix. And just by dumb luck, me and him sit together, and he lives, like, 25 minutes from here. So I almost want to hit him up on Instagram and be like, hey, remember me? We were on the flight together. Um, he saw my uniform. He saw the brand I work with, and he asked some questions. And he is probably the happiest-looking person and, you know, decent-looking man, um, good smile, like really personable and, you know, ask me questions about the brand, ask me questions about food service. 
and then we sort of went our separate ways. Well, not sort of, we went our separate ways. Um, almost offered him a ride home because he's kind of going in the direction that I was going. Um, and and kind of wished that I had, but I also felt like it was the universe, if you believe in that sort of thing. It was God, if you believe in that sort of thing. It was a higher power, if you believe in that sort of thing, that I didn't interject. Because normally I'm a freaking, obviously, I can talk, you know, to anybody. I can talk to anybody. Um, strangers on the bus, got people on airplanes, people in, you know, bums on the street. I can talk to anybody. And I just, for some reason, chose to say nothing about that. Um, I, I was, guess I was completely floored. At, you know, this happens, you know, and it happened to him and he's young. Younger than me, he's about 10 years younger than me, I think. So it, despite not talking in the conversation and years being plugged for parts of it, I, I got a lot of information out of this. So point of this is after 17 minutes, if you've gotten this far, you... You could be one of those people that plays things close to the best. You could be one of those things that, one of those things. You can be one of those people that don't, you know, my problem is not anybody else's problem. You can be one of those people that thinks that nobody cares. Or... You can be one of those people that is open, willing to talk, willing to tell people your problems, willing to, you know, express yourself. And, and whichever, whichever person you are, it's fine, whatever. But, you know, some people want to tell a professional. Professionals are not biased. They don't get attached. Maybe, I don't know. Um, you know, they, they're very good at picking up keywords and, but I also think that, like, if you're in tune with yourself and you start talking to anyone, you kind of know if that person is the right person you should be talking to, i.e. the lady sitting to his left on the airplane. Your spirit sort of knows. He knew because it's almost like he he took the opportunity to talk about his wife and the accident and, you know, the things that he's dealing with. You know, she made a comment very early on. He said, I got to get home to my, I think he actually said my babies and she thought they were dogs. And he was like, oh, no, 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 my kids. Like I've spent every waking moment with them for like the last five and a half months until this weekend. And there was no indication in his voice at that point that, you know, he was in the early stages of tragedy and grief and mourning and, you know, those sorts of things. And he just may not have said anything if she didn't have the instinct to ask, are you married? Is that your wife or something like that? And I was just in awe of this. And I guess maybe that's why I didn't say nothing. I was just sort of like, yo, like, 
my man's getting like a good therapy session. And I don't want to fuck. I don't want to fuck that up. You know what I mean? I don't want to just let them just let them talk. You know what I mean? Let him talk about what he wants to talk about. Um, if you're and that you could just be like, yo, like. I guess I just kind of wonder what he thought, like, and that's kind of what I wanted, wanted to kind of talk to him about, like, if I message him or whatever, and just basically be like, yo, like, that lady seemed to be, like, the person he needed at that moment. Certainly wasn't me, because A, I would ask dumb questions, B, um, I was talking through a mask. C. Just wasn't my time. Wasn't my stage. It wasn't my. God knew not because believe me, I'm a I'm a little bit of a nosy guy, and I wanted to know, but I was getting enough listening, and she was just sort of like an angel to him. I think. Um. Of course, he opened the conversation. Um. He liked her American flag shirt. He was walking down the aisle. He said, no, I like that lady's shirt. I'll sit there. You know, maybe a five-foot-tall, 150-pound guy in the corner, he thought he had a little bit more room than he would have if we were all three very large people. Um, but he just he wasn't afraid. He wasn't afraid of human interaction. He wasn't afraid to open up about what happened. He wasn't afraid to essentially let this woman in his life and i'd like to think that he's gonna be okay his kids are gonna be okay they'll never be the same and uh you know his priorities were right he had mentioned that when his flight got canceled or missed the the people he was hanging with were like stay another couple days and he's like no i gotta get home to my babies and um it seems like his head is on right, and, you know, if he keeps talking about it, if he keeps going to, you know, any kind of other professional stuff, he'll be okay. But it just amazed me. It literally almost floored me that this was real. She was the perfect person for him to chat with. She was, she, like, just listening to her talk was compassionate. Like... You know, I my eyes were closed 90% of the flight, but, like, wouldn't be surprised if they were holding hands. You know what I mean? Um, so, I guess, I guess the point of all this after 23 minutes is don't be shy. If you're in a situation and you're dealing with something and something comes up, and you can feel the spirit of that person that is, you know, reaching out to your spirit, maybe take that opportunity. I don't know what that, I don't know, You. I think your soul and her soul or his soul would know that you need it. You need to open up, you need to tell somebody. 
and I don't know. I don't know what those situations are. Maybe they're not as tragic as this, but you know, maybe you're just kind of down and you're on an airplane or you're on a train or, you know, you're sitting at a bar, you know, I don't know what the setting would be, but if somebody's letting, willing to let you bear your soul and it feels right and let them listen, let them help you. There's a lot of crazy fucked up people in this world. So, you know, you'll know if your soul is uneasy and it's like, nah, I ain't talking to this fucking creeper. Then don't, you know what I mean? Um, just amazing. Because I've had some great conversations with people on airplanes. So it's just weird. Like, you're stuck in a box for a couple of hours, five, four, you know, hours, depending on where you're going. And if you're by yourself, you get to know people. I got to know them, and I didn't, well, not her really, but I didn't even really talk to him. So be good to yourselves. Be good to your mental health. Open up. Tell people your issues. Uh, professional help is obviously probably better, um, and I am not, I'm not shying away from that. Um, but, um, you know, that I just thought I just thought it was a good story, and maybe it wasn't. But um, All right, you guys, another Sunday night. Um, typically that's when I record. It may turn out to be some other night. We got busy, busy works coming up a few Sundays. If work gets worked out, you know, I have a birthday party to go to. Um, uh, my little baby grandson is turning three. So, um, so I might have to squeeze in a, a record day that week before. <sighs> It was a long day, and I'm fucking tired. I uh, ran a few miles today, and I have no coffee, so I'm ready to go back to sleep. Um, I really, really love you guys. I really appreciate the good end to last year, last season. This is season three. Um, hopefully, we can get some more interviews on tap. Hopefully, we can get some better content and get those Spotify listeners up to 100 Again, not because I'm making a ton of money, but I'd love to get some ads on here, and I don't know um, if I don't have that option, if I can start reaching out to companies, you know, to, to add ads, um, even though, because my, my mind right now is about Anchor, which I really love. I would not want to switch that platform. So may not even have an ad in here. I don't know. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening, but remember, Spotify 100, that's the new slogan. Anchor, Apple, Amazon, Google, Overcast, CastBox, Pocket Cast. We are on the other one. It's not, it's Podvine, I think it's called. Um, and I haven't even looked at the the analytics there. That's kind of, got to figure out a way. Maybe I'll start reaching out to some of my really successful podcast um, friends and say, yo, like, how do you figure out, like, all of these websites, you know? Um, be good to yourselves. Good to talk into the mic. Helpful for me. Um, be good. Remember, I love y'all. Respect, unity, equality. Talk to you next week.